All right, I want to welcome everyone back. My name is Colin Clark. I'm a Senior Vice President of Hub International Retirement Plan Division. And I'm pleased to be joined again by John Carl, the President of the Retirement Learning Center. And we're so grateful that Columbia Threadneedle has given John and his team uh, an opportunity to work with our clients. And they do a lot of ERISA consulting. And so uh, we just talked about the CARES Act. And now we want to talk about the SECURE Act. And there are a couple of components of the SECURE Act. So we're going to talk about in this segment uh, about the SECURE Act and about the fact that part-time employees are a big deal. We deal a lot with clients. And, and one of the things we're trying to express to them is look at the SECURE Act. And we have this idea that there are going to be part-time employees and you might be affected by this. Yeah, Colin, you're nailing on a big thing. Remember, uh, as you well know, the SECURE Act was supposed to be the biggest piece and actually was the biggest piece of ERISA legislation to come down the pike since the Pension Protection Act going some way back. Uh, but of course, it was overshadowed by a little thing called the pandemic, right? Uh, and then yep. the CARES Act, which we just talked about, really became the front and center piece of legislation that had to come across serendipitously. And I know you navigate a lot of clients for that, and we're talking about the cleanup on aisle nine from the CARES Act. But the SECURE Act kind of went by the wayside a little bit because uh, we were dealing with the pandemic and keeping our businesses effective and moving forward. But the two big things, uh, number one, as you talked about, is uh, these part-time employees. So this is a here and now thing, Colin, as you know. Starting this plan year right here in 2021, businesses have to be tracking a new in-between class of part-timers. So if you have long-tenured part-timers, three years or more, mm -hmm. who are somewhere over 500 hours, but under 999 hours, then those folks uh, have to be tracked and they have to be allowed into the plan. This is gonna require an amendment to the plan document, right? But more importantly, and they can probably work their record keepers on that, but again, thoughtful is better than just reactionary. But more importantly, Colin, these folks, uh, while they have to be allowed in the plan, the plan sponsor really has to get together with you at Hub International and talk about what is the appropriate vesting and match strategies. Because while these new uh, folks are going to be added into the plan, this in-between part-timer class, 500 under 999, they don't have to have the same vesting and match strategies. Now, as long as it's non-discretionary, they really need some expertise, I guess is the short version here. You can't just be reactionary. You need to have a good consulting conversation about who these folks are in your organization and how you want to best and match them. And that's where you guys come in at Hub International and, and knock it out of the park. For so, so John, uh, not to put you on the spot, but like what, what industries do you think are going to be most affected by this? Well, you know, it's a broader swath of industries than one would think, because a lot of folks remember, Colin, as we went through the pandemic, they were trying to manage their employee workforce. You know, so we had some furloughs, we had some layoffs, and now, you know, so the, the number of plan sponsors affected in this category has broadened out. But obviously, you know, we're talking uh, in particular, you know, our manufacturing organizations, our traditional organizations uh, that are out there have part-time employees. Our small and mid-sized businesses tend to use that part-time labor pool more often than not to, to supplement their work. And then you also have, you know, you can't overlook the technology sector. Right. The technology sector is a growing sector. And when you're in that technology sector, we're seeing a lot of those tech companies come in here that are experiencing above average growth, let's say. And they're addressing that uh, labor shortage, if you will, in any way, shape or form they can. And sometimes that includes the part time employee. So it's a big swath of folks. But if you have part time employees, bottom line is they need to be having a consulting conversation with you. They have to do some things legally as it relates to Secure Act, but they more importantly need to do some things intelligently about the vest and match because they have options if they're talking to the right consultant. 
Well, it, and it's interesting because we have a lot of not-for-profits. I mean, we're located in the uh, the D.C. area. I, I've come across this issue before the SECURE Act with private schools, with organizations that uh, hire uh, teenagers for, you know, summer camps. You know, how do you think this is going to affect them? You know, it's going to affect them. And my fear is that they might not know it's affecting them, Colin. You know, yeah. because uh, if you're unaware, ignorance is not bliss in ERISA, as we know. So here's the SECURE Act. It was overshadowed by the CARES Act. So this is kind of the forgotten great act. Um, so I think if anybody's listening in Hub International, which is a great organization, there's many, many businesses there. If you have part-time employees, you need an assessment. Do I have folks who are in this segment over 500 hours, under 999, three years of tenure or more? That's the number one thing. They have to identify who these people are first regardless of their industry. And then they need to talk with, with you, quite frankly, about how are we going to invest and match these folks? Because they got to be in the plan, but they can have distinct and separate vesting and match strategies that are intelligent for the business and for the participants. John, that's great advice. Thank you so much on this uh, Fiduciary Fitness Podcast. And uh, thank you, John Carl. Sounds great, Colin. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, Washington Financial Group, a division of Hub International Mid-Atlantic and Hub International are not affiliated with LPL Financial. Global Retirement Partners, LPL Financial, Washington Financial Group, and Hub International are not affiliated in any way with the services offered by any guest on this show. Hopefully that, uh, hopefully Jeff can edit that, right? <laughs>